This is a Broad Pods production. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is PlushCare. PlushCare is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. This is Broad Radio. For you, by you. Broad Radio. Here for more. Hello and welcome to Broad Radio On The Go. This is the podcast version of the show. You can check out more at broadradio.com.au. Please rate this podcast and share it with your friends. We need to get the word out and you can help us do that. And we appreciate you being here very much so. Welcome to the Broad Community. In this episode, Joe Stanley and Nellie Thomas, her co-host, have a chat with Chelsea Dawson. She is one of the amazing actresses that play the wives of Henry VIII in the musical Six. I've not heard one person say a bad word about that show. She talks about how history is shown in this show through the eyes of the women, as a change, herstory, and uh, also how her character's song talks about consent and how relevant that is in this day and age. And the second guest this week is Shani Chantel. She is an entrepreneur. She has started FemCon, and she has a lot to say about how we should all embrace exactly who we are. Well, from Senator Jana Stewart, who is making history, to the reframing of history, to be her story. Mm. Oh, my gosh, that blows something. History. History. (laughs) Six, the musical has been touring Australia for some time now. It's a worldwide and TikTok phenomena, apparently. Um, It's only Mm -hmm. two more weeks in Melbourne. Um, It's about Henry VIII's six wives and one of the stars of the show, Chelsea Dawson, joins us. Hi, Chelsea. Hello. Hello. Oh, my God. Firstly, loved the show. You, I... Jo is obsessed, Chelsea. <sighs> I feel like I need to take this interview over because she's like fangirling hard it's... on you and the whole thing. You're incredible, all six of you, the six wives. I've never seen vocalists and performers like it. Well done. Oh, thank you so much. It is, it's I've never seen a musical like this one. Like it's just high energy, pop singing, dancing. Like it's full on. We are exhausted by the seventy-five minutes. It's finished. But um, well, me yeah. too. I mean, I was, I was just flat out in the audience. <laughs> Look, part of my preparation for interviewing you was talking to my daughter, who's um, <laughs> fifteen and obsessed with you as well. And she said, now correct me if I'm wrong, she said all six of you stay on stage for the entire show. Yes. There I mean, is... that in itself is intense. 
it's it's crazy like i think my track personally i get a like 20 second drink break and then maybe a 40 second drink break off stage that's just to like quickly do like a scene change and if you see the show you'll come see that um but yeah i think the most we get is maybe a minute in total of a break mm, mm. and and you you wow. know whilst each of the wives have their own song the others are so you know it's the backup vocals and the dancing and the you know and mm, it's all mm. female band on stage mm. too which i loved um, yeah. i have a 13 year old daughter who introduced me to the show chelsea and she absolutely loved it um your song i wanted to bring up first and that is mm-hmm. um it is a it's a very interesting conversation around consent your song your 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 catherine so catherine is the fourth wife, fifth wife? I'm confused. Fifth mm. wife. So we actually have fifth three wife. Catherines in the show. Mm. So you've got Catherine Aragon, Catherine Howard, and Catherine Parr. And I'm the fifth wife, second beheaded, Catherine Howard. <laughs> and can um, I just do a very, very slight backtrack? Because I think you two are so yes. in it. I'm just going to be that person watching yes, we it need like this. me that we hasn't need seen the, yes. the musical. Mm. That yes. is that it is about Henry VIII, I am, I am, Henry VIII, his wives. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. anyone watching will know that they either got... Divorced, beheaded, died, yeah. divorced, beheaded, It wasn't survived. good. Yeah. So they it get wasn't to speak. Fantastic. Yeah. And yes. you're one we, of them. We get to stand on stage and it's almost we've come back from the dead, but we look like these modern superstars basically and we've come back to reclaim our stories and what we've set up is this competition each queen gets a song to express their reasoning to why they had the worst life with henry (laughs) and so we go down the line basically but as we go down the line each queen kind of embodies a different uh pop diva so Mm. we start off like a Beyonce moment, you get an Adele ballad. Um, mine's very much based off Britney Spears and Ariana Grande. Like it's just I'm sold. Modern sold. day with a history lesson, but mm. presented by women. Yeah, you know, amazing. Yeah. yeah, and that's the thing. It's like yeah. we have these women who we've learned of right through from you know, year seven medieval history, right, mm. where we yeah. know of these women but we're hearing them speak for the first time mm-hmm. and we're hearing that, you know, the real perspective is the only reason we know about Henry VIII yeah, is, is because wives. of those wives. And right? because of his mm. brutality. So, go, sorry, I interrupted going back to Joe's thing about consent. So tell me about your song. How is it about, con- I, I'm very interested in this area. So yes. what, how is your song about consent? So if we look historically on Catherine Howard, she mm. died at a very young age. It was predicted around like it could have been as early as 17 to like 22 was when she was beheaded Mm. Um, and it was because King Henry found out about a secret love that was happening behind closed doors um, with Thomas Culpepper but then also found a letter that Catherine Howard had written to Thomas Culpepper about two other men that happened before in her life and look as I like to say the history is presented through a male gaze. Like yes, indeed. the educated people of the time who wrote down about these six wives would have been men. Men, yeah. Um, and so it's very much presented that she was the promiscuous one, mm. whereas I see a 13-year-old child mm. that, you know, met her music instructor mm. and wanted to please society and would mm. just say, 
I, I don't even know if she said yes, you know? Um, well, and Chelsea, so yeah. let's let's be frank. I mean, I know it's it's frank language, but I interviewed Grace Tame recently and I committed to oh, using yes. this frank language. This was a child being raped by men. Oh, hands down. A 13-year-old cannot just... consent to a grown man. And, you know, construed also about the what she thought of love. That's what mm. I see this song as well it's very much her falling down the same rabbit hole mm. of this idea of love mm. that this man is going to support me and treat me oh. right if i just say yeah. yes you know yeah um, yeah and that's what was so heartbreaking about the song mm. because it's got and you're so all of you are so gorgeous and sexy mm. and really kind of own your space mm. mm-hmm. and your performance of it is incredible and really sexy, but then you just see you un- as you work through the relationships mm. in your life, you're unraveling and realizing that men have not been your friend. Mm. That men have and the power dynamic. Yeah, the presumably. power dynamic yeah. sort of occurs to you as you go through, and it's just so oh my god, heartbreaking. Mm. And the subtlety with which you performed that was incredible. Thank you. It was very much to talk with our um, resident director Sharon Millerchip, who is an Australian musical theatre icon. Um, very much how we wanted to present this because it is a a tough topic to talk about and mm. and also when it is presented so poppy and kind mm. of frivolously mm. like there's no you kind of I, I you know I've seen um YouTube comments being like why are we you know supporting this song because when they released the album of the musical it didn't really have the storytelling behind it, it was more presented as a pop soundtrack so people were hearing this "All You Want to Do" song and being like, "Oh my gosh, this is, this is actually a bit dark." And we're just presenting it with this like bubbly personality, and then you come see the show and you go, "Oh, this is how it's out of context." It's exactly what yeah. we were saying just before with Jana that mm. it's it's like stand-up comedy. It's like storytelling. It's mm. what Jana does. It's when you call it out. Mm. In, but sugarcoat it sometimes or, you know, dress it up in that spoonful of sugar mm. that really allows mm. you to access the darkness of it yeah. in a very, very And that's not a TED talk. Mm. It's a musical and no. it's a musical for it, a reason. But, you know, what we were able to explore was finding that armour that she kind of presents yeah. with and that is that sexy confidence mm. nature that then gets stripped away and you almost see her de-aged to that 13-year-old self. To a little child. You know. Well, think of Chelsea, think of Britney Spears. Mm. I mean, do we need well, a that's... better example? Oh, so Britney Spears and Ariana Grande are like mm. the uh, pop icons that resonate with Catherine Howard. And those are mm. two stars that have been presented by the male gaze. Mm. It's sexualized, like... Mm. I, just, I couldn't even think of better role mm. models. But then they reclaim their story. Yeah. They've changed the narrative, you know. Mm. It, yes, it took, you know, I, they had to reach some sta- um, claim of status and money to mm. be able to do that. But, like, once they did, like, yeah, trailblazers. But Britney's an interesting comparison, isn't it, to, to Catherine? Because in a way, in her time to be the king's wife would have been as high a status as you can. In Britney's time Mm. to be at Hollywood, you know, beloved pop star, high status, both caged, both still controlled by Mm. men, even with that much power. Yeah, it's... Yeah. It's a lot. Look, every day, it's it's an interesting... It's also an interesting role to take because it is such Mm. a fun show and when you do see it, it does snap out of it quite quickly after the song, but it does have its moment. It does have its gravitas. And, um, Mm. you know, 
favorite thing is seeing online mums commenting saying this started such a beautiful conversation with my child and I'm so grateful for this Mm. because it was something that we both witnessed together and that we can both share and talk about like Mom, why did the pink one get all upset? Like, you know, it was such a fun song to begin with. You know, why were all the hands touching her? Yeah. Mm. yeah. I hope people are taking their boys. Oh, there were lots of oh. guys there. Good. Oh, yes. Yeah. Oh, my God. The it crowd so goes when you see the nuts too. Yeah, great. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's this is just, exciting. It's really great. And even, you know, that moment where, you know, the, the story flipped on its head and we realised that we've only ever heard this story from the perspective of the male gaze, as you say, and just to really reclaim history. And you think about how many other stories could we reclaim through that female lens? So many. Honestly, Mm. it just, you know, every night when we get to stand on that stage, we, we always have a little moment before the stage as a group, us girls just saying how grateful we are, who are we doing this show for? You know, sometimes it is for the little boys in the audience Mm. that like you know seeing for the first time what it means to support a woman like yeah just yeah incredible so incredible but it is fun it's music it's just everyone leaves smiling like it truly you know i i think everyone would say that about some sort of musical but this Mm. musical is one of a kind, one of a kind. Yeah. Well, I took my husband, right? So usually my daughter okay. and I go to musicals together, but it was my it was a part of my 50th birthday festival. Um, so the three of us went and he's not a musical fan, but he was just like, this is the best thing I've he loved ever it. seen. Absolutely loved it. Um, so you've got two more weeks in Melbourne and then what happens? Do you close for good or are you touring? No, 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 no. Then we're going to Sydney. We're doing mm-hmm. another, we're doing a return season to Sydney at the Theatre Royale for five weeks, and then we have more to come to be released very soon. Ooh, oh, great. It's going well then. Yeah. Of course. I have an amazing. Fantastic. Congratulations. Well, yeah, well, yeah, congratulations to you and the whole cast. It's really extraordinary. Like, the, I have never heard six vocalists like it in my life. Absolutely pristine, beautiful, and this is your first professional show out of university. Chelsea. Definitely not her last. Oh my God, Chelsea. Yeah. <laughs> thank you. Amazing. Well, thank you. Get along and see Six the Musical yeah. if you can. Um, Chelsea, it's been awesome to speak with you this morning on Broad Radio. Thank you so much. Well done, Chelsea. Thank you so much. You're obsessed, girl. I am. It's that time of the year. Your vacation is coming up. You can already hear the beach waves, feel the warm breeze, relax, and think about work you really really want it all to work out while you're away monday.com gives you and the team that peace of mind when all work is on one platform and everyone's in sync things just flow wherever you are tap the banner to go to monday.com hiring for your small business if you're not looking for professionals on linkedin you're looking in the wrong place that's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Broad Radio. Talking inspo we love, info we need, and sharing more of us. 
Watch and listen live every Tuesday, 9am, Australian Eastern Daylight Savings Time at broadradio.com.au or find us on Facebook, Twitter, YouTube and LinkedIn at Broad Radio Oz. Talk to us live. Call on 1300 8 Broad. Catch up on demand anytime, anywhere, every time, everywhere. On the train, we'll be here. 2 a.m. existential crisis, <laughs> we've got you covered. Broad Radio, here for more. So, um, Nelly, mm-hmm. um, talking of things I'm obsessed with. Go on, tell us. So, last night, <laughs> she has been dying. To tell this story, I can't believe you've waited this long. Oh, well, Come to, on, who we had to give see? due credit to Liv Newton John's passing, right? That's definitely top of, of the show. It did bump this story. Who did you bump into? Uh, Dame Helen. Helen, not Helen Thompson. Who's that? <laughs> she's a writer. See, she's so excited she can't even get her words out. Dame Emma Thompson and I. You were I, in the same room. In the same room. Did Just, you get to chat? No, 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 no. No, Did you brush? Can you see the photo? Um, that's how far away from her I was. Oh, no, right? you're practically okay. best friends. Yeah, so I went along to go and see this incredible film, Good Luck to You, Leo Grand. Yes, yes. It's an Into amazing it. film. Yeah. It's about a woman who is a retired religious instructor and teacher. Yeah, who, in her 60s. In her 60s, played by Dame Emma, yep. um, who hires a sex worker. Who wants to experience some sexual pleasure. That's it. That's, I mean, that's the gist, isn't it? Yeah. She's had a completely unfulfilled sex life. Yeah. Or no life. Mm. Or her entire life. And she's gone, I'm getting me a bit of that. Yeah. And it's... Into it. It stars the very attractive (laughs) Daryl McCormick. Oh, he looks all right. Oh, my God. I can't even tell you. (laughs) So um, I just booked these tickets to go and Mm. see the movie with some girlfriends at my local cinema. And there was like a little button that said special event. Yeah. And I pressed on that. And this was a couple of weeks ago. And it said um, Daryl McCormick would be in a QA and a afterwards. And I've gone, not the... Oh, the hot Irish actor. I'm like, yes, we're going to that, thanks. And then yesterday there was an email saying, Dame Emma Thompson will be in attendance. How incredible. And there she was. And oh my God, she is, I mean, we all love her. She radiates. She's so, you know, she opened the Q&A with um, someone yelled out something about Nanny McPhee. Oh no. And she said, I wonder what Nanny McPhee would be like giving a (laughs) blowjob. Gold. I mean, Emma Thompson said blowjob. Oh, yes, darling. Oh, oh my yes. God, I'm obsessed. But this, the whole film is about basically self-acceptance yep. and body acceptance. Yeah. Okay. And there's a lot of nudity in it. Love it. Of, of both actors. And she said this beautiful thing where she says, "What I've written it down. What we've done to our bodies in our minds, the shame we've inflicted in our bodies mm. and the ability to accept them has been wrenched from us by advertising mm. and it's made us very ill. Oh, could not agree more. Extraordinary, right? And so, you know, there was this beautiful conversation around um, really understanding how to see your body, not through the lens of what it looks like. Mm. Okay. Mm. And the the director was there, Sophie Hyde, Australian mm. woman. Mm. And she, someone asked her, how did you make it, you, you know, you created this safe space for everyone, to be, for those actors to be naked. Mm. She said, well, we played games where the three of them would be naked, yeah. right? Fantastic. And how's this? And I'll, I'll put this question to you. Yeah. She said, we, we did this thing where we introduced our body to each other naked. Yeah. As in, 
through what that body has done, not what it looks yes. like. So, Ugh. you know, they would say, this is my foot, which mm. kicked a winning goal yep. in soccer when I was 14. Yes. This is my, like I would say, these are my boobs, which completely failed to breastfeed. But, you know, mm. since been, you know, something for my daughter to cry on. Yes. You know, that question yeah. of like, how that would you introduce your body? That my friend, this is my stomach that my friends put their arms around when they need comfort. Yeah. You know, this. Yeah, I love that. Well, I mean, that's like a radical reframing rather than going, these are my stretch marks, these are my dimples, these are my saggy whatever. This is what this body has done. I mean, I always argued this for women, you know, that whole post-baby body shit, mm. of post-baby body anxiety. You just grew a human. <laughs> yes. You just literally, you grew eyebrows <laughs> and an elbow, <laughs> you know, and a bottom. And, a, and then you bloody squeezed it out and we're sitting there going, oh, you know, have you got a pouch? Fucking oath, I've got a pouch. <laughs> I love this Someone pouch. lived in there. <laughs> It's such a ridiculous way to frame anybody's body, mm. um, but particularly, I think, a mother. Mm. It is absolutely absurd. And I love when Emma Thompson talks about this role, I love that she's not all kind of, it was fine. I was happy to be naked in my 60s on the TV without having had any work done in this, you know, movie, in this natural body. She talks about it's the hardest thing she's ever done. Yeah. I mean, how profound is that? Yeah. She said that... Um in that conversation around how, you know, this this view of our bodies is making us very ill, she said, you know, you, you look at the rise of anorexia and, mm. and, and, and self-harm and all of mm. the things that are coming from this shame that we have around our bodies. Well, you, to, to see change, you have to be changed. Absolutely. And she said, and this was like spine chilling. She said, to see change, you have to be change. And we're artists. So that is what we did. That is what we do. And we've got to talk about it and show it rather than just think about it. Mm. You know, one of the things, you know, I do a podcast about being in my, you know, late forties and single. And one of the questions we get all the time is basically, how can I date again? And they mean, how can I have sex again? Yeah. You know, now that I'm not 20 and size 10 and, you know, taught and all those kinds of things. And we try and make a really conscious, deliberate effort to kind of go, just do it. Yeah. Just do it. Because it's nowhere near what you think it's going to be. Your body is fine. You're going to be more relaxed probably than when you were 20. Mm. You're a better route. <laughs> <laughs> you know what you're doing, girl, hopefully. And the more relaxed and comfortable you are. I've never been fatter. I've never been older, obviously. Yeah. And I am loving myself sick. You've got to just make a conscious, deliberate effort mm. to counter that stuff. Well, and again, in the film, they talk about just release of that voice yes. in your head, which is so... It's a liar. But also you can't free yourself of it. Like, and and yeah. again, you know, Dame Emma, my new best friend, yes. um, she did say... I consider her an ex of yeah. yours. <laughs> she says it would be fantasy for us to say that I was able to stand in front of the mirror and love it. And not care. But yes. of course you can't. But if you can stand in front of a mirror and have a neutral gaze, yeah. then that's enough. And, and moments she, of love. Mm. And she talks a lot about desire, which honestly I want to hear Emma Thompson talk about desire a lot. I want to hear middle-aged <laughs> and older women talk about desire yes. and say it's okay to have desire and mm. you're allowed mm. to explore your sexuality. Mm. I will, oh, I will say that um, the hot Irish actor Daryl McCormick is 
charming as well. But did he even have to say anything? Look at him. Oh, my gosh. There's nudity. Yeah. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) He loved making the film. I read several. Oh, they have the most beautiful connection. Oh, they're kind of this beautiful besties, but she's got a slightly mothering side to her with him in a beautiful way. Oh, God, heaven. Anyway, go along Mm, and see it. And also, while while, while we're recommending things, do check out Nellie's podcast. Oh, yes. Thank you. The Single Life of Us. Yeah, Single Life of Us. We talk about a lot of Rudy Nudies. Love it. Okay. Um, Let's introduce our... Final guest for this morning because I feel like body positivity is right in her jam. If you are looking for this kind of conversation, she is an inspiration. Um, she's all about designing your own life and mm. connecting with other wo- other women who want to do the same. She is the co-founder of FemCon, which is on this Friday in Melbourne. We'll learn about it in a minute. Um, curve model and body positivity champion, Shani Chantel. Hello. Hi guys, good morning. Good morning. Oh my gosh, were we speaking your language there? Oh my god, I was. I don't know if you guys could see me, but I was like, ah! yes, fist so pumping. Much. Yeah, you guys are incredible, and just yeah, just opening, uh, knowing that this is a space where I can have these conversations is so exciting. So oh, thank it. you for opening with that. Oh yeah. sweetheart, yeah, it is as it. safe as any space can be yes. because, and you know, you you have this, I guess. Rep- I don't know, influence Mm. on the socials around that voice. But at times, do you feel like, why is this a radical conversation even? Mm. All the time. Sometimes Mm. I get on there and I'm having conversations with women in my DMs and I'm like, is this not, like, I I forget that these aren't the normal conversations like that we're having with our best friends or our girlfriends and you'd hope so. Um, But, yeah, I have these moments all the time where I'm like, holy shit, I... This is normal language for me. These are the normal conversations. I've made it so much of my world that I don't even think, holy shit, I can't say that or I can't, you know, speak on that. So, yeah, all the time. What sorts of things are you saying to the women in your DMs? <sighs> um, goodness me. I This past week um, I had an article come out all about my life um, and my life journey from being a two-year-old with, uh, you know, gay parents um, my entire life to being then, you know, becoming a, a single divorced mum and thinking much like you've just spoken about that I could never have sex again. My body's out the window. I'm completely fucked. Um, and these are the conversations we have in my DMs about, you know, women that are telling me their stories about what they go through and their lives that they've lived and things that they're so deeply shameful of. It gives me that fuel every single day to just get on there and share every part of myself because we all have so much in common um, just in different ways. And just to keep having that conversation is honestly my main purpose and to keep pushing that. Well, Shani, I think this is one of the best things about something like broad radio, about social media, basically about the democratisation of media. Mm. The amount of messages since I've started doing my podcast, same thing. So many messages from women. And the gist, honestly, often is, am I entitled to have pleasure? Mm. Am I allowed to explore? Are you saying that I'm allowed to do that? And we just go, yeah. Yeah, yeah you are. here's your ticket to permission. Please take it. If Honestly, you need my permission, I... darling, here it is. Yes, Get that sex absolutely. toy. Get on the app. Find <laughs> someone to have sex with if you want to have sex with yourself, whatever it is. These are not shameful things. You're a 50-year-old woman. Go for it, mate. 
Absolutely. And the actually the amount of women that I do have above the age of 40 that yes. are in my dance is mind-blowing. Mm. And I have some of the greatest conversations and connections with those women because very much like for what I do, I mainly do it for my mum, hoping that she can have some change in her life of all the parts as being a gay woman her mm. entire life. And obviously not being ashamed of that, but being ashamed of what comes with that. Mm. I think... And especially when my mum came out, it was still that time where being gay was totally not okay. And, you know, I remember going to school and then sort of being like, where is all the second mums? I didn't know you guys had dads. So all these things that I talk about and touch on, whether it's sex, intimacy with yourself, um, you know, motherhood or traumatic birth stories, and then just sort of, yeah, just reminding people that that's it. You, you, the permission is there. You can take it. You can go for it. And mainly doing that for my mom in hoping that she sees that and that can create no. some change in her that she's been searching for her entire life. Just that deep shame that is so yeah. embedded in her. It is, it's, it's traumatic and it's been passed on through every generation of our family. And also just being really woke to the fact that we can actually change those cycles. It doesn't have mm. to be like this forever. And we, when we know better, we can do better. And that's a choice. And you know what? I'm happy to be the messenger, you know, mm. because yeah. I was mentioning this morning to you girls, an article came out about me last week about being an ex-stripper and all this stuff. And, you know, I was like, that was the coolest part of my journey. I touched mm. on so many parts of myself that I never would have um, and holding no shame on that because I'm fucking cool. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you are cool, Shani. <laughs> Courage. It took so much courage, and especially I started doing it when I was underage. I was 17, dancing naked for sometimes 80-year-old men. And mm. what that has taught me to then go on now and share. And like I mentioned, a lot of the women in my dams are from 40 and above. I had a conversation last week with a 70-year-old woman that just bought her first sex toy from a recommendation of mine. And she said that it's changed her entire world, the way she yeah. even moves through her life. Mm. And I'm just like, get get it, girl. I am wow. so in there. Absolutely. Corner. I mean, Shani, you that yeah. is that is the thing. Like I I someone said to me once that pain travels through generations until stom- someone has the courage to stop oh, it, right? It ricochets. Okay. So you're okay. the person who's stopping mm. that shame. Like it's mm. hitting you and you go, enough, right? Yeah. But no your more. your your life life journey is the sort of thing that people would expect you should be ashamed of. You know, that it was poverty as a child, that it was Mm. being, uh, you know, an exotic dancer or a stripper or, you know, all the things that you've done. I love that you are, well, you might expect me to be ashamed, but Mm. fuck it, I'm not. Mm. Oh, my God. Thank you. Yeah, thank you for saying that. I really appreciate it because I think I still go through bubbles of moments when I do get a wild DM or a couple of weeks ago I got this... um, this letter from this man in my PO box and he was raging, raging, telling me that I need to take my own life, that someone like me should be mm. deeply shameful. And like the the amount of, of effort that he took to go out of mm. his way to tell me these things because they're, but, and I thought to myself, oh my God, like there are actually people out there that think that I'm absolutely unhinged for walking around proud. And it's not necessarily out here going, this is what I've done and you should do it too. And I want you to post about when you get period on your pants. And, you know, I'm not asking anyone to do what I'm doing. I'm simply saying the things that you are shameful of, absolutely no one knows that you're holding that shame and you're mm. simply self-punishing 
and taking away the beauty out of your life and the experiences that can be had, not wearing shorts to the beach, not going because you've got a, you know, a shaving rash, you're not going to wear that bikini. Fuck it all. Mm. Who cares? Mm. And people do not care. And if they are talking about that or you or that thing, they've, they've got some shit going on with them that mm. needs to be sorted. And at the end of the day, it's just not your problem. And we can choose to take that on and keep hiding behind that or going, well, I'm going to wake up today and I'm going to wear what I want and I'm going to go where I want and no one's going to tell me what to do. And this is how I'm going to live my life and actually actively choosing that every single morning. Mm. Um, and I, I guess I'm in such a massive advocate for that. I'm married to into religion and I went from being an exotic dancer um, and, a, you know, touring the world with all these amazing artists, you know, getting my gear off to then to then marrying into a culture where I wasn't even allowed to completely cover all the time. That was so disgusting. Dare my shoulders show at a family function. And coming out of that marriage and finding that freedom in sense of self of it's okay to wear the pink blazer, you know, just all those things, I could never go back and I dare not let anybody that comes in my path fall into something like that. Um, and that that shame of the things mm. that are normal that make mm. us who we are. Well, that's frightening that yeah. Shani, if you're in a either a community or coming across an individual who would take the time to write to your PO box. Um, who is full of their own shame, the presence of yeah. someone who is proud of themselves is very confronting. Mm. You know, it is very confronting <laughs> to sit in the presence of someone who goes, I am who I am. Mm. Sit with it. People don't it's like so it. Un- they really <laughs> don't. Right. Particularly don't from women. <laughs> Particularly young women no. who's hot, yeah. frankly. <laughs> yeah, true, but it's true. Yeah, think- they don't like, they want you to be full of shame. Make yourself smaller. Mm. Stop being so proud of yourself. Be ashamed of that history. Like, why should you be ashamed of growing up in poverty? You survived. Yeah. You survived, girl. And you don't, a lot of thank you. And also the things that we're put into sometimes, they're decisions that people before us made that we didn't actively choose to be a part of. Mm. Um, And so therefore running away at 17 with a fake ID and becoming an exotic dancer purely so I could save my mother that my Mm. father had left with these three children and picking up the pieces of these grown adults, men specifically in my Mm. life, I hold no shame in that because no. if I could do that at 17 and you can't do that as my father at almost mm. 50 years old, Houston, we have a problem and I am mm. not the problem. <laughs> you so are the problem. It's so true. Oh, look, yeah. and I love now that you have created FemCon, yes. which is on this Friday. It's an opportunity for women who wish to really just explore how they might start a business. Mm form some relationship with themselves or others that, you know, is not in a shame space. Um, you've got some fantastic speakers there. Uh, and incredible lineup of speakers. Yeah, incredible yeah. lineup of speakers. Who's your, who's your um, highlight there? Thank you, ladies. We're so excited about FemCon because it's, you know, it's touching on women to really get empowered. You know, our tagline is full force feminine power, whatever that means to an individual. When you are standing, you know, in all that you are, in your essence, in the mess and the chaos that's going on inside and still showing up and showing out and finding a community similar to women like myself, which you know, I feel like I've been searching for a community my entire life. I'm 30 years old and I still have two or three friends. I don't have that circle of 
women, um, I do, uh, sorry, I shouldn't say I don't have it, but it took me a while and a really long time actually to find them. Um, and I want to do that for other women who still feel even at their age where they are mothers and they are grown women in big corporate jobs or wherever they are, they still don't have that sense of community. And that concerns me because I think that when we don't have people backing us or we feel like there are people cheering us on or people similar to us, we can't ever fully express who we are in the world. And yeah, so FemCon is about backing yourself spiritually, mentally, physically, emotionally, um, and just getting women who are unpolished and doing their thing and in the midst of a shitstorm at home with the kids, but then going to work and jumping on their, you know, doing their, their TV shows or their writing mm. their books or whatever it is. Um, so yeah, I'm very excited. And I got to say, Tamika Wilder is one of my very favorite speakers. I've had the opportunity to be in her presence at one of her workshops. Um, she's the orgasmic mama and she talks about sex after birth and the body changes and the things that we go through as mums and and then just bringing it all back in and going, hey, I'm still a sexy thing. I can still do my thing and mm. move through the world with, um, yeah, with that juiciness and I, I'm really excited to hear <laughs> Juiciness. From her. You it's, oh, yes. <laughs> Hello. Yeah. And just, I love it. And just encouraging them to seriously just – whatever it is that turns you on and gets you excited and gets you jumping out of bed in the morning, whatever it is, you can still love yourself. You got your tummy, you got, you know, you've had your hemorrhoids, you know, oh, hemorrhoids, whatever the fuck it is. <laughs> you're, still doing, you're still doing your thing. And um, yeah, we're really yeah. excited. And it's wonderful. Yeah, absolutely. That. And you're right, community is very, very precious. So it's great mm. that you're doing this. Femcon.co is the website. Um, mm. Check it out. And, uh, and it's yeah, this Friday. It's this Friday. Mm. So if you're in Melbourne, head along if you can. Thanks so much Please. for joining us, Shani. It's, just, yeah. uh, it's wonderful to meet you and to hear your story. Yeah. Thanks, ladies. You're both incredible. Have a great day. Thank you. You too. Isn't it amazing to have, like, particularly young women like her in the world? Like, mm. it makes me feel we've had a rough few years. Like, it's easy to get cynical, mm. really easy. Like, I think you and I are both optimists by nature in a yes. way. But I've taken some hits yes. in the last few years. And then I hear someone like her who's 30 who's so full of hope and enthusiasm. And I think it's all right. Yeah. It's all right. We're going to be all right. I'm, I'm frequently inspired by the younger generation you know today mm. we had Jana's 34 yep. we had Chelsea's 22 yeah maybe yeah and then you know there we had uh, amazing and when you've got girls yourselves as yeah. you and I both do mm. you know I, I don't want to slip into that everything is despairing no. thing that happens when you get older no we can be a little <laughs> jaded we can be a little jaded I love seeing that and go yes. okay there's positive forces in the world yeah and yeah. we're working together as a community and yeah. um, it was just a joy to have those conversations today and oh we're juicy baby oh juicy we could have gone twice as long we had more juice in the tank <laughs> so much juice you'll be <laughs> so joining us again juice. So you're juice. disgusting I love it I love it um, you'll be joining us again sometime soon on I Broad will. Radio whilst yeah. you can check it out a single life of us. Oh, it's just yes, a beautiful you. podcast thank and you, well darling. done. It's going great guns too, hey? Going great guns. Yeah, you know, you just don't know, do you? Mm. You don't know. Like you, you start this thing, you put something out in the world, you mm. don't know. Yeah. But that's what we do as there creatives. Yeah. Yeah. So thanks, love. Thank and you. Uh, thanks for having me. We'll be back with Broad Radio next Tuesday. We'll see you then.
Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50% to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High-quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.